Welcome to the Hand Down Man Down Podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hand Down Man Down Podcast. This is your boy Danny signing back on. And we got our, our full crew back in back in session. Tim is back with us. He's back on the scene. What's been going yes, yes. on? Yes, what's up? Mm-hmm. What's been sure going ready on? Up. Ready to catch up, bro. Got to catch up, man. Yeah, man. No, no question. I mean, you know, it's good. It, first is first. Good to have you back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, back man. Good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah, man. I mean, granted, I, I held it down while you was out. You know, I had to make sure everything was was copacetic, make sure everything was okay. Like you, oh, but, yeah, understood. Like you posted, bro. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So it's it's been it's, it's been a it's been a run. So now it's it's you know, saying like they always said, it's more about the the marathon, not the sprint. But because right now, this marathon of the WNBA season has been has been rock solid and as you can tell if you you know i know you've been paying attention from 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 where you at but for those who haven't been tomorrow is the all-star game and yep. the rosters have been set it is team deladon versus team parker and i'm telling you just by the look of this roster um excuse me it's it looks like it's gonna be a really really good game um I mean, because you look down, you look at you look down the roster. You got Deladon. She got some. She got some hitters with her. She picked up Sue Bird, uh, Sylvia Fowles, and Brittany Griner, um, Asia yeah. Wilson, Diana Taurasi. So you know how Taurasi, that goes. Yeah. So you know how that Chrissy goes. Tolliver. Yeah, Chrissy Tolliver. And then you look at Candace Parker's side. You know she she got some real heavy hitters. She pretty much got a good number of. Uh, Links just yeah. like just like Deladon yeah. does, and especially the bigs. I mean, Cam Beige, Tina Charles, Rebecca Brunson, the Agumake sisters, and Chene and Neka. Well, Neka's Neka's out because she's she's got an illness, right. and that's why Rebecca. That's why Brunson's in the game. But I'm telling you, from what it looks like, it's it's gonna be a show tomorrow afternoon at three thirty. Because um, it's. It's crazy. It's crazy that we've come this far. We're already at the all-star break. And then, um, you know, you look at everybody and you see, you look at some of these players that's on the roster, like, who who are you looking forward to to putting up a big-time performance tomorrow in the all-star game? I'm looking to see um, Diana Taurasi, man. I like the way she plays. So, with that, and especially with um, Asia Wilson being in her first all-star game, I'm looking forward to seeing her play. Um Chrissy Tolliver and Deladonna, of course, you know, I'm a hometown man. Um, so I'm just looking forward to seeing a good game, bro. Like you said, I anticipate a good game. Both teams are stacked, stacked with talent, especially um, with Kansas Parker team. Like you both said, the front court of her team is amazing. So it's like I'm, I'm just waiting to see a good game, bro. Yeah, man. Because if you if you look at if you look at Candace Parker's roster, it's a lot of a lot of versatility there. Um, right. Um, you look at you look at it from this way, they can always go small. You know, you can either put Candace Parker at the at the four or the five or the or the three for that matter. If she decides to go big, 
Um, right. You know, Sandy Brondello's coaching team, Parker, and Dan Hughes of the Seattle Storm, he's coaching team Deladon. But, you know, just looking at just looking at their roster, I mean, you can win with any lineup on the floor. Um, you know, besides Parker, Brunson is a is a big time, you know, big time post player. Of course, you got Liz Cambage. Um, right. After the after the run she had last week. Um, yeah. Crazy. one. Crazy run she had last week. And then just going into the all star break with that run, that's going to be huge. Um, Skylar Diggins, that's that's also Liz Cambage's teammate. Those two are together. Right. I mean, you mentioned Diana Tarasi and Asia Wilson on, on Deladon's side. I was more, I was definitely looking forward to seeing the Agumake sisters together again. I know the last time they were on the same team, it was back, you know, back when they were back in the, during prominent days before, uh, Stanford, yeah, yeah, before Chene got hurt. It was back during those Stanford days and. That was a show watching them play together on the basketball court. So it would have it would have been nice. It would have been great to see the Agumake sisters on the floor again. But we know Neca's out. She's she's suffering from a real uh, bad illness right now. So um, you know, got to send out some prayers and some make sure she gets better. Um, we need recovery for that. Yeah, most definitely. But I mean, that's for me on Team Parker side. If I look at Deladon's side, I mean. This is a defensive lineup. You know, she pretty much got pretty much got all three Phoenix Mercury All-Stars with Dewana Bonner, Brittany Griner, Diana Tarasi. Um I'm I'm with you. I'm looking forward to seeing what Asia Wilson does in her first All-Star game, first of many All-Star games. And then right. at the same time, you know, the the thing that really looks out and stands out to me is Sue Burr and Diane Taurasi, those two have a combined 20 all-star appearances. Um, Sue Burr with the record of 11 now. And yes. if if anything, if anything, you know, it to me, this pretty much and I stated it yesterday on the on the blog that I posted up on the on our blog site. Um, it's a real long URL. I'm not really gonna try to get that out to people right now. Um but just know it's it's up and it's available. Um, try to get it up on our Instagram page, um, and within the next within a day or so. Um, but those two going into the All Star game have pretty much this is their season of laying a stamp to already being proclaimed future Hall of Famers. If you didn't have them as a Hall of Famer up to this point, you're a fool, right? Because this is pretty much this is pretty much. They stamped that they're in the that they're in the Hall of Fame right now. Um, I mean, you look at Sue Bird. You know, all time leader in games played. She passed Alicia Milton Jones. She's at um that just last just last week or this past week really. So over the weekend, and then Diane Taurasi. I mean, what hasn't she done? Over eight thousand career. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You know what haven't either one of them, what has neither one of them done at this point? But right. I mean, you look at Diana Taurasi, over eight thousand points, over a thousand threes, nine-time All Star, all that done within the season. And then I, I mean, I almost got to mention Sue Burr, all-time leading scorer in Seattle Storm history. So it's it's amazing to see where they are. I I wouldn't be surprised if 
you know, they could play maybe two or three more years. I mean, Sue Bird alone is second in the WNBA in assists per game. She's averaging like yep, she's averaging seven point three. Um, it's it's just wild because I know for me and you, those two go back to their days at UConn under Gino Oriyama, and to see them come this far still. And still putting up the numbers and the stats they have, it's amazing to me. Um, right. What what else is what else is your take on on at least those two, if not those two, anybody else? I know you mentioned Asia Wilson, and then you know Della Don and yeah, Chris Paul. What else? What else is standing out to you? Amongst yeah, my thing is just um, actually seeing um, Sylvia and Sylvia Fowles and um, Augustus go up against um, Brunson and Maya Moore, like. That'll be a great thing to see. Like all these teams, like a couple of people, like cross matched against their um, either against their teammates or playing with their teammates. So uh, I want to see that. Want to see um, how that'll play out. Brittany Griner, I want to see. Um, want to see have a big game also. Cause like you said, with these with these teams, both teams, you won't know what lineup you'll get. You can actually go small because, like you said, Angie McCartney, she can play one through five. Like so. Depending on what lineups um each coaches go with, I'm just I'm just ready to ready to see a good game. And um to piggyback on what you said about Super and Diana Taurasi, they're like the the faces of the WNBA right now. And um Super is like the the just the the ultimate like the the ultimate pro. Like she she just like you said, what, what hasn't what hasn't she done? Like eleven all time selections, fifteen years pro. I mean it it's nothing she hasn't done trickling down from her dad like what hasn't he, what didn't he do for the league so it's just like that's just in the dna i guess of the bird family so it's and tarasi eight thousand points it yeah it's just yeah they're they're what they're what you want to be far as following the stars in, in, in the wnba they're like the blueprint the blueprint of uh having a star in the wnba yeah, no question. Um, now you might have got Super mixed up. She, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, she is of no relation to Larry Bird. You you would have thought that with the way she plays the game, but yo, she is she's a bird in her own right. It's right. It's hers. You know what I'm saying? And you know it's 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 amazing to see that now. I'm with you. I can't wait to I can't wait to see how this game is going to turn out. Even if I have to catch it on highlights, if I miss it, um, you know, it's still going to be something to behold. But the thing that the thing that I'm really looking forward to at least hearing about is the three point contest at halftime. Um, they got looks like six competitors. It's Ali Quigley. Of the Chicago Sky, another all you got a, that's all star. Caitlin McBride, another all star of the Aces. Kelsey Mitchell of the Fever. Renee Montgomery of the Dream. Christy Tolliver of the Mystics, <clears throat> and Jewel Lloyd of the Storm. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a show, especially after this. But the winner, the winner will. Uh, you know the winnings will go to uh, one of their their proceeds. I think it's ten thousand dollars goes to their charity of their choice. Um, to me, the favorite going into that 
at least for me, the two top favorites for me would be Quigley and Tolliver. But I wouldn't be surprised if um, Renee Montgomery and Kelsey Mitchell make a run at this because those two can get hot at any moment. Um, who do you see as the favorite for the three-point contest at halftime? Um, I got um, June Lloyd. I think even though she's probably – I'm looking at over and now. Yeah, she's actually the lowest – has the lowest three-point percentage. Um, for the contestants that's in the three-point contest. But I think she's real streaky. So if she was to get hot, maybe after that first rack, she could take it. Um, also McBride. I like McBride, too. But um, like you said, I wouldn't go against Tyler for either. She's very deep range, and she's very consistent also. So any of those three, I think, can take it. Any of those three, I, could, I think I could see that, yeah. Oh, yeah, no question. And that's yeah. also crazy that Tyler has to, like, play in the game and then go right out for the three-point contest. Well, yeah, that's just, that's that's that yeah. is a good thought. Yeah, I remember Quigley, mm-hmm. McBride, Tolliver, and Jewel Lloyd. They all will be in the All Star game, and then they have yeah. to get ready for All Star game. And then at halftime, they have to stay out because they got to get ready for the three point mm-hmm. contest. So it's going to be crazy to see that. So they might come in those four alone. Could come in hot off the game. How about say it can help? Up. Yeah, how about say it can help or hurt, right? It can help or hurt. Yeah, so I wouldn't be like I said. I wouldn't be surprised if you know one of those four come out and win it. I think it'll be Allie Quigley, if not Allie, because she can. I think she's a she's the dark horse for me. Um, I've seen her shoot teams, um, shoot teams into the into the loss. Like she playing for the Chicago Sky. She's put up a lot of big time uh, shots for that team, so I would not be surprised if Ali quickly wins it. I think that's who I'm going to go with. I'm going to stamp it. Um, that's pretty much where I'm at with that. And you said you wouldn't be surprised if Jewel Lloyd gets it, and I wouldn't be surprised by that either. But one of the things that does surprise me going into this All Star game are the snubs. Um, the one. The one main one in particular for me is uh, Tiffany Hayes of the Atlanta Dream. Um, right, that's what I, I had one one of my list. I actually grabbed two. I had that was one of them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go more further into into that on her because the other one who I was surprised didn't make it was Courtney Vandersloot. Courtney Vandersloot, for, for lack of better things. She only has one all-star to her name, and she's she's the most she's pretty much been the most consistent point guard over the past couple of years, you know, outside of Sue Bird. I think she'll take Sue Bird's spot when it comes to just pure floor general point guard play when Sue Bird, whenever she does decide to retire. Um, but to see that she's not in the all-star game, it just to me, and it's something that Chicago sometimes brought up in an article um it's just wild that she only has one all-star game to her name now she's in her seventh season she pretty much i mean not not her seventh season but she has this she she just got the seventh triple double in wnba history last week she put up 13 points 15 assists and 10 rebounds um how somebody the way she's been playing is not an all-star game 
is is very very shocking to me. Um, if you look at her, if you look at her stats from the season, she's averaging eleven points, eight assists, three rebounds, and about one one point three steals a game. But to me, that's not where she stands out. I think where she stands out is when you look at the advanced stats. She's a PER of eighteen. Um, not sure where that ranks in the WNBA right now because there's there's there are a lot of players who have a much better PER than she does. But if we're talking about from the point guard position, um, outside of you know Tiffany Hayes with her with her snub, and like I said, you'll I'll let you get into that one a little more more in depth. Um, the only the only three point guards ahead of her are all stars: Sue Bird, um, Jewel Lloyd, my bad, Kayla McBride, and Skylar Diggins Smith. So that's four guards that are pretty much ahead of her in terms of player efficiency rating. But I still felt like she should have made the All Star. When you lead the league in assists and you're still finding a way to put up uh, 11 points a game, um how can you not be considered an all-star? And of course the way she's been, you know, shooting the ball, you know, it's, it's shocking to me that she's not in it, but the other big snub, and this is where you come into play, Tiffany Hayes to me, and she got my vote when the fan voting went out, she should have been an all-star. Yeah. Tiffany Hayes, I feel like she should have been an all-star. She's averaging 17 points per game, she's, uh, like you said, with advanced at 94.7. That's, like, both in defensive rating for the team. Um, it shouldn't have been no reason why she shouldn't have um, been in the All-Star game. I mean, but if you if you kind of, like, look down at the roster of the people that were picked, it's, like, it's kind of it's kind of hard with the player pool that was picked to, to, to I guess, plug any one of the um, – any one of the two or three people that we named, because um, I also had Natasha Howard actually on my um, on my list also. So, um, but yeah, Tiffany Hayes also should um, Tiffany Hayes should have been um, All Star. I think just averaging seventeen point um, three points per game, like you said, there's only two other um, guys um, ahead of well, three other guys ahead of her. Um, but also Natasha Howe, I wanted to get her in there too. Averaging 13 points per game, 13.5, um, 6.7 rebounds, and shooting 34% from the three. I think Natasha Howe also um, got snubbed from this year. Um, this year's also a game. But like I said, like, you look at the player pools, like, it's hard to like even think to, to serve these, to plug these two in with the, with the pool that's already selected. So it's like, I guess it was just a hard choice, but yeah, if we had to pick any two, those two were the standouts for me. Yeah, no question. I mean, it's, I mean, that was, and to me, this just speaks to how competitive this season has been. Um, when you look up and down, like just up and down that roster itself. And this is something that I, you know, kind of been saying to myself as I, as I looked at that roster again and again and again, since the release came out. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to play the, who would you sit for so-and-so? I mean, cause when you look at it this right. way, I mean, think about it. Neka Gumake is out in comes Rebecca Brunson. So again, 
that just says how hard it is to to pick who's going to be an all-star in terms of the media um fans fans are going to vote for their 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 player on their home team so that does not surprise me which does not shock me that rebecca brunson um got into the all-star game i mean don't get me wrong well deserved you know all time now she's the all-time leading rebounder she's now now with this she's a five-time all-star uh she's averaging about 7.3 points 7.4 rebounds but she's shooting like 37% from three, 40% overall from the floor. So she's put up the numbers that warrants her being in the all-star game right now, especially in the bigs, which is an even more crowded position to figure out who would who would be in and who would not be in, which goes to your claims for Natasha Howard. Um, it's It just shows you how competitive this season is is how hard the players have been playing um so this this doesn't surprise me at all um that there were you know notables left off the all-star roster but again like i said that that's how hard it was to really narrow it down and how big and how great the fan vote was this year and the media vote and the player vote that you know it's 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 wild to see who's in the all-star game, who's not in the all-star game. But either way, come tomorrow out in Min- out in Minneapolis. And I've been seeing a lot of videos on Instagram and on Twitter of people who I follow in the in the WNBA media family, um, who's out there, who's watching, who's recording. So they're already in full swing right now. And it's a party out in Minneapolis right now. So Definitely, if you if you can, definitely pay it. Definitely tune in. It's tomorrow on ABC, three thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the WNBA All Star Game. It is Team Parker versus Team Deladon. Um, if it were up to me, I think Team Deladon is going to take it. Not going to really give a score because it's the All Star Game. Um, you know that that score could be anywhere in the high one high 100s so right. who knows yeah. what what that'll be like um who do you think is going to come away as the winner tomorrow yeah i'm taking team Deladon as well i think they'll take it um i i'm i actually i'm actually predicting a very close game though maybe down to the last possession because like, it's a lot of it's a lot of competitiveness with these with these two teams so i I see a great game, but like I said, I got Deladon's team ticket. Oh yeah, no question. That's 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 like it's, you're right. It, it might be a close game tomorrow, so who knows what's gonna happen? Um, but if anything, it's really gonna come down to what's gonna happen after the All Star game because that's really when teams get in the high gear, especially with this shortened season with the uh, feeble world, the feeble women's world. Uh, the, I think it's the European Cup that's happening this year for the in, on the women's side because that's why Emma Messerman is not playing for the Mystics this season. She's getting ready for Team Belgium. Um, some of the some of the things that it's it's gonna it's this is pretty much the doorway into what's gonna be a wild finish into the WNBA season. Um, it's going to be a show. It's going to be a it's going to be a great thing to take advantage of to watch. I know I'm going to try to catch a couple of Mystics games next month, 
So it's we're we're hoping to get a good show for the rest of the season. But I mean, that's this that's pretty much where we are with this episode. This is pretty much our preview episode for the All Star Game. Um, if you can, you can follow us. Like I said, follow us and subscribe on i on Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play. We're also on Stitcher. Um, and you can also follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. On Twitter, it's HDMD underscore show. And on Instagram, it is on handdownmandown.show. We're going to get a lot of things out to you guys in a bit. But in the meantime, between time, I'm signing out. Tim, it's, again, great to have you back on the show, bro. Uh, definitely yeah, want to try sure. to get into it, especially with what's going to happen next week, because next week the games get back up and rolling. So we will be back with you all again next week. In the meantime, between time, we are out. Peace. Peace.